there is always enough and you don't need anything else someone else has. You are on your own path. You're on your own journey. Everything that is destined for you is already on its motherfucking way to you. This is a Soul Fire production. All right, welcome back and welcome to the show. This is your safe space to age ambitiously and holler at your dreams, baby. It's me, your girl, Judy Holler. How we doing? It's so good to be back on the mic. My goal is to bring you guys these episodes every two weeks. And we're we're pacing. We're pacing okay on that. And y'all, I was taking a shower. I had a keynote right before this, which I'm going to tell you about in just a second. I was taking a shower to get ready for this keynote. And I don't know about y'all, but like some of the best shit downloads for me on vacation, on the golf course, and in the shower. You know why? It's because we're like letting our vibes loose. Like we're not on, right? We're out in our life and we're doing things and the shower can be a really freeing place. But anyway, so I'm taking a shower. I got this keynote this morning and I like a download came for this podcast because I've been like feeling resistance on like what to do next. Not trying to overthink it, trying to stay in flow, but I'm also like, feeling resistance and like, why am I feeling resistance? Why am I feeling resistance? And like leaning into that, right? Because I think our body will tell us everything we need to know. So there's a reason I'm feeling some resistance and maybe haven't gotten the clarity that I've needed on the exact and 100% twerk I want to make to the podcast. And I think it's because I hadn't found it yet. And I think maybe, maybe, just maybe I have an idea. So more on that soon, but I guess this is just a PSA for like, playing and getting into your life and getting onto the golf course or getting a hobby or taking long showers or long baths or long walks, like whatever that looks like, we have to get out of the cog. Like we have to get out of the matrix because once you unplug from the matrix, you plug back into who you are, like as a human, right? And so I think unplugging from the matrix is really, really important, which is one of the things I want to talk to you about today. But before I go there, Let's come back to the keynote business. So I'm going to give you like some holified holla updates here. And from there, we're going to go into a conversation about jealousy and envy because something came up the other day and I'm like, ooh, yo, if I'm feeling this, like I bet others are. So like I'm learning through it. So I'm wondering if my learnings through it can help you learn through it too. So I'm just going to share transparently what I've been going through and let you know what I've learned about it in the hopes that it'll help you too. So let's start with the holla updates, baby. Okay. First things first, I did have a keynote this morning. It was so much fun. I spoke virtually, which is always wild. I don't do a ton of those anymore, but when I do, they're so much fun. I had 4,000 people virtually. So if you're here and you were there with Saint, oh my God, I love you guys. It was so much fun. And I have to play you this video. Hold on. Okay. So I always do custom spoken word. Okay. I usually close based on time. I write custom pieces, but so this one, I only did an open because I only had a a limited amount of time. So I do a custom open and I do spoken word poetry to pop off my keynotes. It's so much fun. It's like motivational rap. And then I end with like custom bars, right? Motivational rap really tied to the theme of the event. So I was doing spoken word for these peeps and okay. So I get off the like 
Zoom, right? It was a, a production Zoom room and we had green rooms and all this good stuff. And when I got off the main stage, we debriefed in the green room and I get done and I'm just sitting on my couch here in my office and like taking in all the social media because I have like hundreds and hundreds of new followers. And I also have like so many DMs, like my DMs are legit blowing up. And this has to be, I'm just going to play you the audio on this. So this is like me doing my open. And so what they were doing is we had 3,700 people online, but then we had women hosting these pods. Like they were doing like little retreats for their team. So some people were watching solo at home and then some people logged in as one person, but they had like 20 people in a room and it was like their little team retreat watching the annual or the big conference, right? To get them hyped up for the year. So this is a group of women that were watching my open and just listen to the energy as they're listening to me do my poetry. Hold on. I popped my collar. And that's so fun. So the reason I play that for you is like, there's this little moment in the open where I like popped my collar and I was like, so yeah, I was born with that holler, right? Word, you know, so I was born to holler. Words, my machete, the microphone, my weapon of choice. And then when I said my weapon of choice, I like popped my collar and they all go, woo, and they lost their minds. Anyway, they go, lyrical poet, her flow is unreal. So I don't know, for me, it's just so validating. Like this is what I've always wanted to be doing on stage as an artist, as an entertainer. And it's so incredible to be actualizing it, to be hollering at this personal dream of mine that has been lying dormant for way too long. So I guess this is a two-part conversation. Number one, what's lying dormant in you that's been lying dormant for way too long? Like what, what can you wake up in yourself this year? Like, please don't be the same at the end of this year as you were last year. Like we have to change. We have to evolve. And I know we all have something deep down and inside of us that is lying dormant, that maybe has collected dust, that needs to reawaken. And just let me be living proof to you that it's all possible. At the age of 47 years old, I'm becoming a motivational raptress and it's being so well received on corporate stages around the United States and beyond. So let this inspire you to go find that thing for yourself. And it's also a really great segue into like holla update number one. Your girl is actively booking this brand new keynote. So yo, my listeners, my best leads come from y'all and my business is referral based. So guys, if you know anyone who could benefit from my work and wants to bring the holla at your dreams keynote experience into their organizations, like talk to me. So we are available in 2024. So talk to me email me and my team at hello at judyholler.com and we will catch those leads. I look at every single one of them and let's get on a call and let's talk about it. But again, this is the essence of the anthem. Like if you don't know what I need, how can you help me and vice versa? So we are actively seeking stages and I'm hollering at that dream because this work is way too good. It is the best work I've done in my life. And let me tell you, I've done good work and I'm so proud of the business I've built and the messaging I've been putting on stages for the last decade, and this blows the lid off of it. So if you've worked with me, now's the time to work with me again because it's all new. And if you know anyone who needs to motivate, inspire, and entertain their leaders, their teams, I'm your girl, I really am leaning into what it looks like to have a proactive personality because people who are proactive in life, people who holler at their dreams are healthier, happier, and more fulfilled. So talk to me, holler at your girl. Let's work together. That's number one. 
Number two, holla update. I am in the need. So this is kind of like a call for referrals. So write down the email, hello at judyholler.com and email us if you know any graphic designers. And y'all, I'm on the hunt. I'm not talking about like social media. We've got that on lock. I'm not talking about like Instagram images. I am talking about someone with a commercial editorial background. Someone who understands branding, identity, art direction, web design, video creation, motion design. Someone who can help with presentations that I put on the main stage, sales and marketing materials, print and digital assets, publication design and redesign. You know, so all of those graphic design components, but I'm really looking for someone who has a background in commercial and editorial design that can really work at an elevated level. I run my business with design strategy at the forefront and I'm on the hunt to add to my team there. So if you know anyone who could fit this bill, please put the subject line graphic designer, like holla graphic designer. Send me your information, send me your friend's information and email it to us at hello at judyholler.com. I am actively looking for that person. Also, update number three, if you haven't read about or gotten a Bozzy reading or studied period nine for feng shui, you're probably going to want to do that. So it's no surprise, I've had Jen on the podcast that I am very much into feng shui, specifically bazi, which is a form of Chinese astrology. And we are entering period nine. It's going to be a 20-year period. And on February 4th, we enter the year of the dragon. And we have not had the dragon since 1964. So we haven't seen it in 60 years. I wasn't around for it. It was before my time. And I probably won't see it again in my lifetime. So there's a lot of big things going on. The dragon is going to be fucking wild, okay? And there's going to be a lot of things you need to know and understand to get ready, to get your house right. And I mean your internal house, baby. Your spirituality. Your faith in something bigger than you is going to really matter right now for the next 365 days. So from February 4th to February 3rd, 2025, we're going to need to get our internal life on lock. But we're also simultaneously, on top of that, entering feng shui period nine. And it's a 20-year shift, and it's going to impact our world our homes, our personal spaces. And so how do we prepare for that? So I am going to put in the show notes, my girl, Jen Stone, who is one of my favorite feng shui masters and experts up here in Arizona. She's one of my favorite healers. And I'm going to put a bunch of resources that you can lean into to really get yourself ready, not only for period nine, but y'all this motherfucking dragon because this shit is going to pop off. So your house has to be in order. And mentally, you have to like, faith is going to matter now more than ever. And so I'm not trying to scare you, but I'm also not going to sugarcoat what is going to be a really wild 365. Okay. So I want to get you ready for that and share all the tools and resources I'm using to keep myself and my family and my business safe. I'm going to put those in the show notes so you can go play I would highly recommend, I mean, Jen is a busy girl, but if you can book a virtual or an in-person reading with Jen to get your 
Bozzy Charts read. That is ideal. She's got so many free resources online. And of course, you can sign up for her different online workshops and whatever. And then I think the last update I wanted to talk to you about, you know, I was alluding to this at the beginning is that, you know, for me, the big themes in my life right now are just, you know, faith, my faith, you know, having said what I just said, I've known for a year that this is coming, that the dragon is coming. So I've been really setting big goals for my faith. I knew this year that I really wanted to, I don't know if I say reframe my relationship with God, but like refire up my relationship with God, start hollering at God a little bit more, praying a little bit more, making spirituality more of a priority in my life, scheduling it. So that's been a big focus for me. So I'm, I'm spending a lot of time doing that and it's been transformational. And, you know, maybe I'll record a podcast coming up about that and share more of my experiences there as it relates to how I'm like reconnecting with my faith and my spirituality. And I think two things that I've been doing in tandem with that is hiking and golfing. <laughs> so I think this is really a story of like getting into your life. I have really woken up to the reality that I am always going to be more creative and more intuitive as an artist and an entertainer when I am like actually in flow and enjoying my life. Can you believe it? Like you can have a life and still run a business and grow a business and you don't need to be a martyr. You know what I mean? And I think for so long I was like, you know, and listen, I am hustle. You got to be the verb. We got to work. But our hustle has to meet flow. And if there is not a balance or an alignment between the two, it's never going to be sustainable and it's never going to work. So alignment is the ultimate assignment. So like, guys, I'm golfing again. Like I'm back in lessons. I'm back on the course. I used to play. I played in St. Louis. It was one of the gifts my very first boss in sales got me. Shout out Heather Allison Smith. She's like, girl, you got to get on the golf course. You got to be able to play with the guys. We need you to do business on the golf course. I worked the corporate market in sales and it was transformational for me. So she gifted us lessons and I got onto the course. And I was able to do business and make moves and it was just so cool. And so I had a little bit of a golf game. I wouldn't say I was any good, but I could like hold my own in a best ball, right? And then I moved to Chicago. Okay, I would still go hit balls and I would play in tournaments and it was fine. And I, again, I could hold my own in a best ball scenario, okay? And then I moved from Chicago to Ohio and my clubs got stolen. Yo, I think they got stolen right out of the back alley. I think someone just wasn't minding them. We had a U-Haul pull up out back in any way, whatever. I think they just got snatched. And so I moved to Ohio, not a real great golfing destination. I was also building my business. Entrepreneurial endeavors were my focus. So I just like, and I had no clubs. So I just like did not play for the last 10 years. So now we're in Arizona. My husband's a huge golfer. We're members of a club. It's around me everywhere. And I'm like, you know what? And I waited a year. We've been here about a year and a half. I'm like, you know what? I think she's ready. And there's so many. Can we just be real clear? Like there are so many dope as hell apparel companies for the golf game. Like, I mean like swaggy shit. Like I'm not walking out on the golf course with some like, you know, bunk bullshit. Like I'm walking out fly as fuck. You know what I mean? Like I'm coming out fresh dressed like a million bucks. Right. So that's just the truth of it. I love that. I'm, I'm bringing the gangster to the golf. Okay. We're going to bring gangster to golf. Okay. We're going to look fly. We're going to look dope. We're going to look hip. There's a company called for all F O R E A L L. I will link them in the uh, show notes. They're fly as fuck. They bring gangster to the golf course. 
I got all their stuff. I'm into all their green and black and white checks. Like it's just so dope and it's girly, but it's gangster and it's fresh, but it's fly. And anyway, so let's be honest. I'm probably kind of getting back into golf because I'm here for the look but I'm actually picking my game back up with lessons and actually getting good so much so that my instructor is like, it's time to get on the course. And like, we're not playing best ball. We're playing our own ball. So it's been so fun and so motivating and just so rewarding. And it gets me out of the office and I live in this beautiful destination. And what a shame to waste that. And I'm also hiking on Sundays. I've formed this like kind of by accident, like really dope hiking group. It's me and three other bad bitches. Shout out Shannon, Sarah, and Michelle, my hiking hoes, baby. We all live within like a few minutes of each other. So it's like a neighborhood thing, if you will. And we hike every Sunday, Super Soul Sundays. And we tried to, as long as we're in town and we try different mountains and we face our fears and we hype each other up and we talk about life. And it's just between golf and hiking, I feel really, I'm starting to feel really reconnected to myself, allowing myself to let more flow and fun and just nature into my life. I live in this magical destination and now I'm out looking at the mountains and letting the sun soak into my soul and I'm making friends and I'm making moves and I'm facing fears and we're looking fly. And I guess it's really a story between praying and hiking and golfing. I think these are all the things that are going to be required as we we head into period nine and as we head into the dragon year. So I just I encourage you to get into your life, to find ways to stay in your life, to stay in the way of your life, because what's the point? What's the point? You know, alignment is the assignment. Hustle has to meet flow. It's really, truly all about balance. So those are your holla updates, baby. Actively looking for stages to put this new message on. Holler at your girl. I'm on the hunt for a graphic designer. If you know someone with an editorial and commercial background, like I'm talking like high level shit, baby. Holler at your girl. And please look at the show notes for resources as it relates to the dragon year, how it's going to impact you and this feng shui period nine that is about to pop off. How will this affect industries, new developments? innovations, yourself, your life for the next 20 years. Important stuff to be considering. Hey, y'all, a quick pause right here to shout out our studio sponsor, Advocare. They've been a friend of the podcast for almost three years now, y'all. And if you want to try Advocare and all of the supplements that I am obsessed with, you can, of course, click the link in the show notes to shop and get my discount when you use the code HALA. But let me send you some for free, baby. Let's try it before you buy it. All you got to do is leave a review, a five-star review of this podcast. Yo, take a screenshot and email it to me at hello at judyholler.com and we will ship my favorite products to your front door, literally free of charge, no strings attached. I want you to try these supplements and these products that have been such a big part of my life for the past three and a half years. Okay, now let's pop off real quick before we leave with the conversation about jealousy and envy, jealousy and envy. Okay, so the reason I wanted to stop by and talk to you about this is because like I thought like I had this on lock. Like I wouldn't consider myself a jealous person. I think I've worked through a lot of like jealousy issues. 
I'm more in this camp of like adversaries are only here to enlighten me. Like any adversary that shows up, oh, she's here to enlighten me, remind me of my own power. But envy, yo, envy's like a different emotion. And I'm like over here thinking I'm healed. And then this shit pops off. Like envy comes knocking on my door. I'm like, yo, what is this? Yo, and why am I feeling so jealous? And then I do a little Google search and I'm like, oh, jealousy and envy are actually two completely different things. So let's pop off and understand what they both mean. And more importantly, what we can do about it when we feel it. So first things first, we need to understand that both envy and jealousy, it's normal. It's human. You're not a robot. You are going to feel these feelings. But there is a big difference between envy and jealousy. And a lot of times they're used to like mean the same thing, but they stem from completely different sources. So let's talk about it. Envy. And this is what I felt. Y'all, I was like, so, but this is the beautiful thing about awareness and doing the work on yourself. You can catch this shit and be like, "Mm -mm, move, get out the way. Like I know what it is. So I can say, okay, mm -mm, let me do some research. Let me study. Let me get myself out of this instead of being a victim to it because I felt it and I hated the feeling. Like I hated this feeling. I felt it two weeks ago and it kept me up at night for like two nights. And so this is why I knew we had to talk about it. So envy, envy at its core is a two-person interaction. You might envy someone because they have something you desire. For example, it might be a personality trait, a skill, an ability, a possession, a house, or even a relationship. It's about envy is all about wanting what someone else has. Jealousy, on the other hand, involves a three-person relationship. It revolves around the fear of losing something or someone you value to another person. It's not about wanting what someone else has as an envy. Instead, it's about fearing that what you already have will be taken away by someone else. And there's evidence that we start feeling jealousy as young as a few months old. Yo, like sometimes I'm like, my dogs get jealous of each other. Like you're taking my mom away from me. No, no, no. Right. So the more you can learn about jealousy and envy and the difference between the two, this is how we take our power back. Okay. So that's the difference between envy and jealousy. So let's talk about what it feels like. So envy feels like a mix of like admiration and resentment. Keyword there, resentment. <laughs> like you might appreciate the other person's talents. Like I'm not jealous of you, but I'm like, yo, like I'm feeling like deep resentment that you have something I believe I should have. And like, why do you have it? Like I'm just as awesome. I've worked just as hard. And to be frank, you're kind of less awesome than me. So why do you have this thing that I want? Like resentment, 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 right? That is envy. It is the grossest feeling. It's a feeling that can motivate you to like strive harder and want to work harder, but it can also lead to feelings of like imposter syndrome and shame and self-doubt. So jealousy more often feels like a sting. It feels like insecurity and anxiety and like protectiveness, right? Like control. It's so deeply rooted in the fear of loss, okay? So then what are the triggers? What's going to trigger envy and what's going to trigger jealousy? By the way, I'm going to link up, like I get all my research, y'all, from the Google and the best article I found on this because, guys, I literally Googled this. I'm like, what do I do? 
I got to get this out of my body, right? So I just Googled it. And the best article I found was put out by Calm, which is my favorite sleepy time app. So I'm going to link in the show notes to this specific article so you can reference it for yourself, share it with friends, go deeper. I'm like skimming the surface and giving you like the highlights here. But that's the article. Calm gets a full shout out for this. The Google gets a full shout out for this. So triggers. What are the triggers for envy? Well, there's a bunch, (laughs) but some examples might include, okay, seeing someone in your industry get a promotion or some press that you wanted, a friend gets a car that you desire. Like this just happened with my husband's brother. Like we have been wanting this like dry sauna and it was like our idea and our thing. And we were so excited and then we didn't do it this Christmas because we put our funds to something else. And then his brother gets the sauna and I'm like, oh, I like felt so much envy. I'm like, I want the sauna. Now he's got the sauna I wanted. Like, are you kidding me? I can't even believe I'm telling you guys this, but it's real life, like princess problems, but for real, like these things that keep us up at night right? We can't allow this to happen. So maybe it's a sauna, maybe it's a car someone gets and you're like, oh, I wanted the G-Wagon, yo. Or maybe you're watching someone else achieving like, you know, more gains in the gym, right? You're like, oh man. And I just feel this like deep envy. Those are some of the scenarios that might trigger envy. Okay. Like who knew I was going to, this isn't the scenario that made me want to do a podcast, but like who knew I was going to get triggered over like a hot, like a dry sauna. Like what the fuck holler? You know what I'm saying? Sit down, like sit down. I was triggered over a house that someone had. You know what I mean? Like super triggered by it. And envy rose up fast and fierce. So this is why I knew we had to talk about it. Jealousy, on the other hand, I mean, that could come from like seeing your partner get too close to someone else. Maybe your bestie starts to have another bestie. A friend is becoming better friends with someone else, right? You know, again, remember the difference between jealousy and envy, right? This really helps us understand how triggers could potentially arise and then what to do when they come up. So four ways you can sort of move through envy and jealousy. So this is kind of what I'm doing right now. Number one, (laughs) acknowledge it. Pause to acknowledge it and recognize it. I'm doing a podcast about it. I've been journaling about it. I talked to my husband about it. My bestie and I had a big conversation about it. So I think this is important. Like go to someone safe get it on paper. I'm like publicly going to the mic here on this, but I know I can't be alone, but you've got to like name it, recognize it and take a deep breath. If you did not do this, you'd be a narcissist. So congratulations. You feel jealous. You feel envy. You're a human. Okay. Like, you know that about yourself. Congratulations. It means you're not a narcissist. Narcissists and sociopaths don't pause to acknowledge and recognize their feelings. So yay, you're winning. Number two, breathe into it, baby. This is where prayer, right? And box breathing, right? And all of this breath work can really come into play. Like the whole car ride home when this was happening for me with like the house jealousy, I had to take a deep breath. I took a lot of deep breaths. I actually did some box breathing, you know, where you breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four, then hold again for four. And you just kind of keep doing that in a box format. Super helpful. Number three, Ah, practice letting go with mindfulness and meditation. I finished the book, Letting Go. I'll put a link in the show notes to that book last year with David Hawkins. You know, it's a big book. It's a meaty book. It took me a minute to get through, but you know, prayer, mindfulness, meditation, just like letting go, right? Finding a way to let it go. And then I think number four, and this has been the biggest, if you're tactical and you need something like meaty to do with this envy and this jealousy you feel, I immediately started gratituding 
all the shit that's dope about my life and I'm doing it every single day. So did you know that there's a journal app on your iPhone? Like I'm obsessed. When did this happen? It's so cute. It's like a, a butterfly. It looks like a, it says journal. It's if you have an iPhone, I don't know if you're on Android. First of all, I don't, I cannot help you. My sister's on an Android. So I don't know. But if you're on an iPhone, there's a journal app or go get an app for yourself if you're on Android. Or if you want to stay off your phone, do this on your computer. But there's a journal app. I didn't even know and it's face locked. So you don't have to worry about anybody finding it or getting into it. But every day I am doing a top 10 gratitude list. So I do it at the end of every day. And then I take and I put as the album cover, I pick a photo of the day. I take my favorite photo of the day. I do a photo, like a highlight of the day. And then I do my today I'm grateful for. And I do the 10 things I'm grateful for because it's bringing me right back home to myself, right back home to myself. I don't need anybody else's house. I don't need anything else outside of me. It is all coming to me. I am right where I am supposed to be. And look at everything I already have in front of me you know, like radical motherfucking self-care. Like when you feel envy, when you feel jealousy, radical motherfucking self-care. We come back home to ourselves and we remind ourselves of everything right in front of us. Even if it's like, oh, I'm grateful for like being able to do laundry. Because let me tell you, if you've ever had your washer and dryer break, you will never want to hug your washer and dryer harder. <laughs> like there were many years where I had to go to a laundromat because I had to go to a laundromat. Like I'm sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm grateful for my laundry machine. Like, so guys, you don't need to get wild here or have these like huge seismic shifts. It could be something is like, I'm grateful for like being at home. I'm grateful for like yesterday I wrote, I'm grateful for cookie dough batter. We made chocolate chip cookies and I like stuck my hand in the batter like I did when I was five and like ate some. And I wanted to eat so much more, but I knew I'd get sick. Like I'm grateful for cookie dough batter, yo. You know what I mean? So anyway, I share this conversation because if I'm feeling it and yo, I'm like, I've done the work. I know you're feeling it too. So when envy and when jealousy pop up, first things first, they are different. And understand that envy is about wanting what someone else has. Jealousy is about this fear that what you have will be taken away by someone else. So remember that there is always enough and you don't need anything else someone else has. You are on your own path. You're on your own journey. Everything that is destined for you is already on its motherfucking way to you. So your job is to let it go. Let yourself flow, slow and low. That is the tempo. We just put out the February 2024 playlist on Spotify, baby. January had that song by Beastie Boys. So if you're not following me on Spotify, you might want to. Guys, if you're not getting my newsletter, yo, make sure you get my newsletter. So much has changed there. It is popping off. And just really, really exciting. So again, I love you. I'm so glad you're here. I hope this episode has pumped some energy and some oxygen and some inspiration into your bones, baby. And just know that I love you so much. I need you to be the verb. I need you to move. I need you to keep calling your shot and hollering at your dreams. I can't wait to see you here again in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, you know what to do. You know what to do. Keep hollering at those dreams. Mwah.